Rachel has never really expressed any interest in prom queen. She has always been like Broadway, Tony's, Barbara, Niata. Oh, but now I'm not even going to win prom queen. Like, did you, did you want it? It's basically like I have had a disappointment for the first time in my life. Now let me reach for validation in all these other areas I didn't care about before. You're listening to Glee on the Rocks. Uh, hello, welcome to another episode of Glee on the Rocks. I am Emily. I'm Mandy. And I'm Bean. And today we are talking about episode, or wow, season three, episode 19, Promisaurus. Which I guess is in the top running for the worst episode title. <laughs> is it better yeah. or worse than Saturday Night Gleaver? Well, it's spelled worse. <laughs> prom hyphen uh hyphen saurus yeah so that's a problem for me right off the bat for sure. this episode um the i'm not gonna read the glee wikia uh rundown because it's seven paragraphs long and we're not here for that how did they get seven paragraphs out of this episode <laughs> well that's a good question but then here's the netflix rundown Brittany goes into high gear as class president to spearhead the prom. Then, after nominations are announced, the kids kick into campaign mode. Did anyone at Netflix watch this episode? They watched the first five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And said, okay, I see where this is going. None of this is true. Um, I mean, there is a prom, and Brittany is, in fact, class president. I don't think anyone actively campaigns to be prom king and queen. There's like well, a couple posters. posters. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's posters. The time frame in this episode is questionable between Brittany having to be reminded that she has to put on prom, uh, the announcements of the nominations for prom king and queen, prom happening, the voting for prom, and the crowning right it says nothing about someone actually winning in this episode yeah yeah now i didn't go to prom i was not involved with prom at all i was hardly involved with high school so i'm not the one to speak to the timing of this (laughs) maybe someone else can talk about how class presidents prom and high school even works i went to high school i was there but i didn't (laughs) Physically. You were physically there. I was physically there. (laughs) Mentally, I was watching Harry Potter the whole time. Mentally, I was on fanfiction.net. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility for the president to be, but she wasn't the only person who had to like plan the prom. Like there were three people on the prom committee who were doing their fucking jobs. And then Brittany showed up and was like, (laughs) oh yeah, remember me? I'm the president and fuck all of you and Mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever I want, which is I didn't like anybody's characterization in this episode, but that one wasn't good either. I mean, to be fair, I did like Brittany's prom theme best though. I did love her theme. You're right. (laughs) It turned out super fun. Yeah. Thank God she had some kind of hookup for fiberglass dinosaurs, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. A lot of fake plants that came out Mm -hmm. of nowhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, she fired the rest of the committee, so she She did real well on her own there. I mean, I'm sure the Glee Club helped her in between, like, memorizing all their choreography and, you know, Mm -hmm. all the other things the Glee Club does. Infighting, (laughs) backstabbing. (laughs) Planning an anti-prom. Yep. They just knew those songs off the top of their heads, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, I mean, not to skip way ahead, but, you know, the song that arguably could have had the most choreography, What Makes You Beautiful, was pretty sad in the choreography <laughs> department. But it was fun. I had a great time. Those were fun. You don't really see those five guys sing together. No, so. unfortunately. It was a good time. They did finally get uh, a moment on stage together and kind of their only dialogue and song in this episode. But I did love them like lifting up Artie at the end in the wheelchair like, yeah. over their heads. That was hilarious. Yep. This episode was a real throwback to season one where the only characters <laughs> were Rachel, Finn, Quinn, Quinn, mm-hmm. and the others. And and Kurt's there sometimes. <laughs> Kurt's there to to throw in some sassy one-liners. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And even Rachel and Quinn pointed out in the dialogue that they've come full circle. Yeah. And it felt I don't know who the right. Well, Eric Stoltz directed this episode, um, written by Ryan Murphy. So I guess that's the reason that it did feel like oh, a throwback no. to season one of like, we, haven't we solved these problems between these characters? Truly, every like, person backslid, every, and, then they, well, and then they came forward again. Like in the everyone same except episode. Santana. True. Santana was not going to fight for prom queen. She was not going to deal with Rachel. She was like, I'm going to go to prom with my girlfriend. Fuck you guys. I'm out. And that is the Santana that I love. Yeah. That's right. But Quinn and Rachel were like, I'm sorry, we have not had any growth in the last two slash three years. We are going to catfight all of the way to prom for no reason whatsoever, forgetting every conversation we have ever had. Thank you. Good night. The only acceptable like place for that storyline to have gone that I could have liked would have been to end with them getting together. (laughs) Yeah. If that was like the end of their like frenemy, like enemies to frenemies to friends to lovers, like Uh trope fest, that would have been cool. Otherwise just rehashing. Rachel's scene at the end was like, don't you realize I've been jealous of you this whole time was actually, don't you realize I've been in love with you this whole time? Yeah. Yeah, like that, mm-hmm. yeah, could have could have forgiven him the give them the uh, like rehashing if that's where it was going. Santana mm-hmm. literally said, "Stop making out with Barry." She could have been yeah. actually making out with Barry. There was just one extra step there. Yep, that would have been way more interesting. It was so just like, and we've already done the prom episode of Quinn. Yes, uh, doing this exact same backstabbing thing to win. And her her growth, I guess, was that when she finally won prom queen, it she, like, wasn't fulfilling. It, yeah. Like, we know. I'm glad you finally yeah. noticed. But any of the growth was kind of undercut by her shittiness in 42 minutes of the episode. It's also just really uninteresting to watch the, I don't know, the back and forth of, like, which pretty you know mm-hmm. thin white girl has it worse mm-hmm. as yep. they fight for something entirely like low stakes 
low stakes and acting like it is the absolute yeah. most important thing that has ever happened to them when Rachel has never really expressed any interest in prom queen. She has always been like Broadway, Tony's, Barbara, Niata. Oh, but now I'm not even going to win prom queen. Like, did you, did you want it? Like, it's basically like I have had a disappointment for the first time in my life. Now let me reach for validation in all these other areas I didn't care about before. Well, she was kind of keeping it together in the beginning, question mark. I mean, I, I Rachel was frustrating this entire episode, but this is this whole part of her arc where it's like, she's like, I'm fine. I don't need Niata. It's fine. I'm going to dress up like Barbara Streisand and sit in the theater and <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, um, but, you know, I'm fine. I don't need it. I have Finn and we're going to get married and everything's going to be great. And I'm, I'm fine and then she's like clearly not fine yeah. at all um singing big girls don't cry alone in the <laughs> in the auditorium i'm and super secure and i can't even handle my so-called friend going to prom with my fiance yeah i didn't understand how her becoming prom queen at the end like helped any of that or changed or fixed or completed any of what she was going through except to you know more of that like meant to be her and Finn kind of thing maybe I don't know I think it bothered me because like the entire story was like you know Rachel and Quinn and then Becky who really wanted to be prom queen and like I do you know I think well I don't think we're gonna go in depth discussing this for reasons like I did think Becky's like ending was cute yeah getting her own little queen thing but Mm -hmm. um but yeah for Santana and and Quinn to go hmm well you know we know who won but let's completely change the votes to give it to Rachel Mm -hmm. (laughs) like which then people clapped like they had voted for her yeah um I don't know that was confusing (laughs) what about Missy Gunderson what about the other person up there justice for Missy Gunderson okay Like, why didn't they just give it to the other girl that clearly wanted to be prom queen and was never going to stand a chance because there's only five people in McKinley who matter. And two of the people who were running tallied the votes. Yeah. Yeah. What about Missy? Missy was just in there like, so I'm never going to win. It's not going to be me. Yeah. I'm sorry, Missy. I hope you went on to do great things. (laughs) Missy deserved better. Missy for president. (laughs) And we never hear from her again. (laughs) I feel like Uh, this is also the peak of like, oh, the school really likes the Glee Club at this point. Because I was like, wow, damn, there's like three people up there from Glee. That's a lot of people. All of the entertainment, which everyone seems to be enjoying. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't see any uh, anything being thrown at them. Yeah, the no, no. hockey team did not. There yeah. were no slushies. Right, they didn't try to like threaten Finn for Rick the stick to uh-huh. win. Yep, no one called out any abusive names at Kurt for coming up on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't yeah. remember. Like, does does do a 180 with this and they're back to you know oh bully glee club soon or i feel like in season four they definitely are Mm. but maybe not i mean it's the only way to go they can't be popular the whole time (laughs) they can't 
the rest of the show can't be like look how happy the glee club is no it's so true and like it's a little microcosm in this episode of like oh what do we do with these characters let's just go back to where they were and um yeah that'll create some conflict um which is silly we just have to rewind them all the way back to season one even though we're only in season three (laughs) well um, didn't didn't we talk about before how it feels like season three is building to like a, a series finale? It is. It absolutely yeah, is. Oh, definitely. Because it feels this episode. Yeah, it's like remember how they used to be. They mm-hmm. can recognize those patterns and and you know choose another another path. Wow. Well, Look at the and growth. you get these little like ending moments. You get um, uh, oh my god, just keep wanting to talk about Kurt and Blaine, but that's not who I want to talk about. Um, Sam and Mercedes, you get their little mm. like dance moment, and they look at Mercedes' ex boyfriend, and they're happy, and everyone's happy. And mm-hmm. you get um, Tina and Mike, and they're dancing together, and they have a cute little moment, and everyone has these cute little like ending moments. Mm-hmm. And you could fly off into the sunset here and be fairly complete. But this episode did give us Brittany doing Kesha again, which yeah. is. I refuse to believe that that dinosaur song is real. It's a Kesha song, the dollar sign Kesha. I just refuse to believe that it's a real song that exists. <laughs> dollar sign. Huh? That someone paid for. <laughs> Insert the audio of. Key dollar sign. Huh? Ha. <laughs> I can't, like, even the first time that I watched this episode, I'm like, this is, these are lyrics. This is a song that was on <laughs> an album. These are certainly words. <laughs> these are certainly words that a. Uh, a pretty good musician put down on paper and then recorded and no one was like hey we really like your music kesha but like maybe this one is not a banger what if the conspiracy the whole time was just to write something ridiculous so that it would be on glee (laughs) in which case i hope she won that bet yeah i hope so too they're like what's the worst thing that we could get on glee top 10 (laughs) <laughs> and then uh whoever did gungam style what the, well i was gonna say what does the fox say <laughs> was like oh my dear <laughs> let's get this one on bleed oh god no, they saw the part of that <laughs> they were like we see your dinosaur heads and we raise you puppets yeah. shit yeah oh see this 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 conspiracy theory holds water because glee premiered in 2009 as that advanced preview, she released Dinosaur in 2010. It's that old? Absolutely. It's oh that old, yep. Someone had to go back. That wasn't so this episode was in oh god, this episode premiered in 2012. So someone had to look back in her discography and was like, you know what a deep cut on Kesha's album is? Dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, someone was like, shit. We have this dinosaur prom theme. We have to find a song that mentions dinosaur now. God. And that, I think, is the only one. (laughs) It's literally the only song we have, other than the theme song to the Dinosaurs TV show. 
I would too. I was, I was thinking the Jurassic Park theme song. I immediately There's no words. Barney. We had three options and they went with Kesha. Oh, I died. Can you imagine, though, they're just like swaying to the Jurassic Park theme song because there are no words? <laughs> There's nothing else. Or they vote, do it like a vocalized version. Oh. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and they're all... The, the warbler show up. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay, but I would watch that. <laughs> yeah. An acapella vocalization. Amazing. Okay, well, we need the reboot to happen now. For <laughs> Promosaurus 2. <laughs> Return of the prom. Well, Promosaurus 2 is really already... Prom Queen 2, Promosaurus. Oh, prom Queen 2, really Promosaurus. Like prom Queen 3, the, the return. <laughs> this is how light this episode is, is that... Yeah, the biggest drama is that Blaine can't wear hair gel. That's truly the central drama of this episode. <laughs> Freedom to use hair care products? It's in the Bill of Rights. It is. Okay, it's not the central, but it, it's the most it dramatic. A, it's a central... Okay, I have... <laughs> I have a lot to say about this. Please. And some of it is that it's mean. It is. It's pointed. It's pointed. And it <laughs> it's so mean. Because, like, one of her things is, like, there's not... What did she say about, like, there's no bullying? Oh, yeah. But you're gonna, like, force someone to not wear hair gel and then make fun of them for it? Well, she it, even directly tells him in the choir room, like, yeah, I'm talking to you, Blaine. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Blaine. <laughs> because I don't like your hair. <laughs> yeah. Which, okay, one, I still maintain in my grand glee, um, what is it? My unified glee theory. Yes. My grand unified glee theory that this is another Ryan Murphy. And again, it is written by Ryan Murphy, so it fits right. into my grand unified glee theory. That mm -hmm. this is a pointed storyline at the Glee fans who have been vocal about how much Blaine's hair gel fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. So, and, and when he's not, Brittany again at the end is like, oh no, put the gel back on. Like, put the gel back on. Like, Ryan Murphy telling us, like, no, you want him to wear the gel, mm -hmm. which is so incorrect. It's incorrect because the one time they take him out of hair gel, they tease his hair into a <laughs> mockery of what curly hair yeah. looks like and for those of us who have versions of curly hair fuck you yeah. like rude. like that's not my style of like my, i have wavier hair than that but like that's the kind of shit that people who have wavy curly kinky hair get from people is this like oh that's what it looks like like hey fuck you that's not what curly hair looks like right and even if it was fuck you <laughs> Ryan bald ass Murphy, you wish your hair looked like that. <laughs> I want to do an entire mini episode that's just Emily insulting Ryan Murphy and I'm sorry you don't have hair and you're just jealous of Darren Chris's hair. Is I think what happened here. Uh but yes, I maintain that that this storyline is directed at those of us who are like, hey, could you stop doing that to Blaine's hair? It's ugly. And Ryan Murphy goes, Oh yeah? This I is what we'll do instead. Um, I also refuse to believe that Kurt has never seen him without gel in his hair. That's just patently false. They said it like three times just to like make us really believe it. Yeah. I've never seen no. you. We saw the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Come on now. Mm-hmm. Did Don't, he just not wash it out? Like, they are high school students, so the chances that they've never had more than like, mm. you know... I don't want to get too explicit about it, but, uh, yeah. Never had more than, like, stolen moments together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Maybe I could poetic. see that he's never seen it. I don't know. I feel like he would have at least seen the, the gel messed up. I'm imagining, like, they, like, shower together after sex, but Blaine, like, keeps his head out from under the <laughs> shower cap. He's, like, dodging the water. Yeah, Blaine pops the shower cap on. Are you telling me they never go swimming is he wearing a swim cap? They go swimming. They're no, never they like... went swimming. Okay, when 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 Shu proposed to Emma, oh, yeah, the gel, was... his hair was still like flat. Yeah. It's waterproof gel. He's got that waterproof gel. He's invested. <laughs> How does he get he it back is out? Rich kid Blaine. <laughs> He's got like some extra gel technology, some futuristic stuff. You know, <laughs> I feel like the team that Blaine should have been on is the synchronized swimming because they wear mm. the caps. Oh, caps. You're right. And then he could have kept his gel cap secure. <laughs> anyway, Ryan Murphy, I know you listen. <laughs> and I'm on to you, and I've been on to you since 2010. <laughs> and I'm still mad. And stop making fun of people who have curly hair. It's not funny. You but jealous think, bitch. Did, I mean, he is. Did the gel... Was the gel storyline only to serve a reversal from prom queen where Kurt did something brave and Blaine was like, I'm proud of you and I'm proud to be with you. And the best they could come up with was Blaine not wearing his hair gel. That just occurred to me. I I mean, it's either that or simply to make fun of someone who has like to make fun of someone's hair. Right, like, mm-hmm. and it's which is so love lame. To make fun of people's like physical features. Yeah, yeah it's like Rachel Berry's <laughs> nose, uh, Blaine's hair, uh, crooked nipples, trotty mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Like, just to, just to make fun of a physical characteristic that you can't change just for funsies. Yes, they're always on like just Kurt's like face and overall mm-hmm. being. And his, yeah, his exactly, or his like smile. Mm-hmm. Um, when we already have established that Blaine had a traumatic prom expert dance experience that he could have still been like hey an anti an anti-prom Truly. sounds good to me and he he could have been also traumatized a little bit from what had happened to even to Kurt the year before like mm-hmm. that was definitely he was targeted for being gay I mean mm-hmm. there's there's not much of a leap there for him to also be concerned yeah, like, hey, maybe we don't want to do this again and enjoy our last school dance together without the fear of... Free of trauma. Free of trauma. Yeah, <laughs> potentially. Just a little yes, bit. Yes, why must all dances come with trauma? <laughs> because it's high school. Oh, God. Tell me, that's why I didn't, I didn't bother. I was like, well, there was a Harry Potter midnight premiere that we went to instead. So, like... I mean... Come on. Your priorities were in line, for Thank sure. Thank you. I thought so. Yeah personally um but yeah that was as soon as i remember that was happening in this i was like that's right i hate this episode (laughs) it was very targeted ryan murphy was writing this script and he was like i'm gonna fuck with emily today (laughs) people complaining about blaine's hair on tumblr i'm gonna get them i know what this is about there was so much of that back in the day there really was ryan murphy was just talking to us in the rudest way possible felt like it 
if it had been a different literally writer on this episode, it, literally, I see your tweets, Mr. Murphy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, because this is like post-boxing um, spectacle. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're directly related, but they could be. Maybe he went back to this episode and changed it. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I'll get them. He was like, fuck them. These selfish little fans who pay my bills, I'm going to get them. <laughs> Fuck you too. Anyway, that's basically all that happens. Oh right, uh, what else happens in this episode? I know. I was about to say. Well, that's basically it. Um, well, there's uh, there's Quinn walking. Right. I was not nearly as mad at Quinn about like quote unquote lying about walking as Finn was. I was like, let yeah, the woman. Yeah. I mean, I get it. She wants to like surprise people with her walk. Sort of. She's. She can sort of walk again. Finn was kind of acting like she was track star all of a sudden. She was mostly just standing. I know. I was like, you're deceiving everyone. You're just deceiving. You stand. It's yeah. like plenty of people use mobility aids who can walk and stand and sometimes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they don't need a wheelchair, a cane, a walker sometimes. Fucking rude. Yeah. Just like. It, a lot of the yelling and the intense, I'm yelling, you know I'm intense. It felt a little <laughs> contrived. It's so like a little Cooper Anderson school of acting. Because you're not pointing. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't tell if he was talking about Quinn because he wasn't pointing at her. It's true. But it was a little contrived. I felt to make it. I don't know, to fill out the episode or something? Like, everyone's mad at each other and it's prom and they're all going to have to come back together because it's the end of the school year. Like, okay, just chill. Like, everyone's a little on edge. Well, in the prom queen episode, there Finn fought Jesse? Yeah, I thought he was going to knock someone out. Like, are we going to have a yeah, prize he, here? Yeah, it was, like, almost identical to the scene from before where he was, like, in the crowd mm-hmm. dancing but then started fighting and yelling and Sue had to break them up. Yep. So, I guess, well, they did add that scene in where the girl comes up to Quinn in the hallway and is like, you're such an inspiration and mm-hmm. you have my vote. So, I guess Finn was mostly mad about her seemingly manipulating people and devoting for her for prom queen. But, like, use your resources, girl. Like, you were still in the wheelchair. Like, she still was, yeah. like, paralyzed in a wheelchair. Whether she... Just like you said, it's not like she was running track. Like, okay, she's getting better. She did milk it a little bit when the girl, she was like, who knows if I'll ever walk again. Yes. So like that, okay, that was kind of a lie. Um, she so, did still recover from an accident. Yeah. It's like when Rodrina George got hit by that bus. <laughs> and she won Spring Fling Queen. Like, yes. I mean, she still got hit by the bus. Yes. It still happened. She did have to recover. Yeah. Not to defend Quinn. Who should really get some priorities for once? Jesus. I thought you were going to say therapy. Well, <laughs> yes. They could all use that, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Fuck. That would have been a good episode. It's just everyone's therapy sessions. One thing during this episode that proves how quickly I block this from my memory. Uh, Sue mentions 
the child inside her and i was like holy shit sue's pregnant <laughs> i know they have to keep reminding us each episode yeah. because otherwise we would forget and then they forget I literally did season. forget i was like oh my god that's a thing and it hasn't been that long since i've watched the last one it don't make no sense nope. with whose Stop. vagina anyway <laughs> uh I do think, uh, okay, but I think the only, the most confusing part of, like, the Finn, Quinn, Rachel storyline was when Finn is, like, she he sees her in the bathroom standing up, and he's, like, you're a fraud, basically. I left Rachel to be with you, and you're gonna get everything you want, and Rachel has nothing. But then he doesn't leave to be with Rachel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, the whole, like, character growth, but no character growth in this episode wasn't logical and then when he goes to rachel finally he's just like you're beautiful and i love you and i'm like that's not why you're here <laughs> that's just a lie you're here because you're pissed at quinn yeah mm-hmm. yeah it really didn't have anything to do with rachel and deciding like you needed to be with rachel yeah he just got pissed off finn kind of sucks Finn does kind of suck. He does. I think is maybe what we're learning from Glee is yeah. that they don't need the men. <laughs> well, they don't need the straight men. That's right. Sure. Right. Except right. Mike. <clears throat> Do we know Mike is straight? That's also true. <laughs> we start that discourse today. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's like joy at the dinosaurs really made this episode worth watching he was so happy i i do think there's merit in just like embracing every tv show with a queer until proven otherwise i love that Mm -hmm. i'm sorry this character didn't explicitly state that they were heterosexual they could be anything that's true I'm sorry, I don't. I didn't believe they signed anything, and I'm not seeing pronouns listed. So until they do, um, gay. It doesn't gay. even have to be gay. Literally, just not straight. Just not straight. Give me bisexual Mike. Give me, you know, Mike Chanderson. Gender fluid Mike. Give me, you know, anything. Love it. Just, just assuming not straight, unless they absolutely say so. And subtext doesn't count. I don't care if I see them kissing someone of the opposite gender. That's, you know, plenty of room for interpretation. Okay, just don't don't tell the anti-cleaners that. <laughs> okay. That's that's valid. Um, prom. Uh, yeah. it's not the worst episode. It is just kind of filler. Yeah, it's I mean, the music is kinda cute. There's nothing like amazing. I honestly thought there was gonna be more music. Yeah. Yeah. That I was like the song. Yeah. It's been said and done. Every beautiful thought's been already sung. And I guess right now, here's another one. So your melody will play on and on. With the best of them, you are beautiful. Like a dream come alive, incredible. A sinful, miracle, lyrical. You saved my life. I like uh, Love You Like a Lug song and Lug, Love song. <laughs> lug and, You uh, Like a Lug song. <laughs> lug You Like a Lug song. And, like, I will say that, that Dinosaur made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, the dancing was great. Yeah. Uh, Her little cave woman outfit, she committed. 
She Nobody totally else put on an outfit. <laughs> no, they were just Cheerios and dinosaur props heads. To, props to them having to do the choreography with those heads on. Those heads on, yeah. They can't have Truly couldn't have seen anything. Maybe their whole budget for this episode went to like the, you know, Rainforest Cafe set. <laughs> and they couldn't afford cafe. they couldn't afford any more licensing for songs. Oh, the the genuine most delightful part of it were the pictures at the end. Yes. Oh, those are oh, so cute. I so I, cute. I love that. As soon as I saw what episode it was, I was like, Oh yeah, those are coming. The cute cast pictures. Yes. Everyone looks like they're having such a good time. Right. What else happened in this episode? I'm I'm racking my brain to try and think of like, anything else we could talk about. Um. Yeah. That's really. I mean, it's prom, right? And they're. You know what? This episode doesn't even set anything up for the next one. That's how silly the next episode is. Uh, this episode and the next one are like the most ridiculous. Like they should be preparing for nationals. Mm-hmm. They should be rehearsing, and they're not. Instead, they're like fucking around. Things we're rehashing storylines from last season or the season before, and yep. we're gonna have is the body swap episode next, right? Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. <laughs> sure is. I mean, I guess rehearsing doesn't make for good TV, but it does. Honestly, y'all ever seen Cheer on Netflix? Oh There's some drama in preparing for a big competition. The I, writers were just lazy with that. They were lazy. I mean, I know that we've talked about this before that I know, I guess that they thought or we think that they thought that watching people uh, rehearse the same song over and over and over would be boring. But there's ways to spice that shit up. Definitely. Uh, Every movie that's ever existed has stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. where, you know, I don't know. Ice Princess comes to mind. Don't know if y'all are obsessed with that movie as a young person like I was, but. She does the same routine like four times in the movie. They're just like, you know, there's different camera angles and different snippets of it and whatever. You don't have to show the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. The Glee writers just didn't. They were like, let's make some money off iTunes. And that was really the only concern. Mm-hmm. So. Wah, wah. It's a shame. <laughs> it's a it's fine. shame. Well. I'm excited for the rest of the season, though. Honestly, I think the end of season three is actually really good. There's only three more episodes, right? Um, yes, because yeah. it's uh, props. Uh, but there's 22 episodes. Yeah, there's nationals. And then goodbye is the last one. I just saw it earlier. Yeah. Yep. Where <clears throat> goes to <clears throat> on that. <clears throat> <You know? laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say spoilers, but I guess it's not really a spoiler means. I just got that out. I'm sorry. No, I'm leaving it. I don't even know what it means. I'll text it to you. No, no, it just took me a second. I was like, the who does the what on the what? Like, oh, right, right. Go to Yep, yep, yep. yep. Which was confusing. Yep, yep. (laughs) Everybody has to show up to say goodbye. Uh, everyone we'll have but to, Joe we Biden. Should, once we finish this, we should do a mini episode about like the alternate reality. If season three had been the end of Glee, what would have happened if there would had been a spinoff? Mm. I think that'd be fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alternate reality of the 
actors or the show? Oh, I mean, whatever. Whole thing. We can cover both. Okay. It's like, wait. Interesting. Shout out to my favorite podcast, um, Game of Roses. They do that on their Patreon, and I think it's really funny. Mm, okay. <laughs> they're like, or I don't know. Well, maybe it wasn't in a Patreon. Maybe it was just an, an episode, but they like do a segment where they're like, what if this had never happened? Um, oh. And they just kind of like, they have the same energy as us, and I love them. They'll never listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell them we love them all the same. That's right. Anyways. Someone someone tell them that we love them. Someone who knows them. Tell them I love them. Tell them I love them. But yeah. Not um, in a creepy way. It's not, creepy. It's not for me, it's creepy. <laughs> not in a six of crows kind of a way, just a normal way. That's our next podcast is Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone. Well, yeah, there's another discussion we could have um, to be hashtag relevant. There's <laughs> no connection to Glee whatsoever. It Just could, I work guess. it into the SEO. Is, uh, Shadow and Bone, now on Netflix. <laughs> right? They paid so many people to, like, you know, organically promote it. Yeah, right. Let's get a slice of that. We'll promote it. Whoever wants to pay us. Yeah, That's if right. you want to pay us, we'll promote it. I mean, also read it but you know pay it and promote it <laughs> um yeah i got nothing else for this episode you guys all right yeah. so what favorite songs favorite oh right what we got? favorite favorite song um Santana song yeah mm. i really like take my breath away it sounds good and i want to like big girls don't cry but i don't love kurt's part in it this time sounds like they made him sing at the fergie range yeah it's a little pitchy dog it was just like a little too high for him but they were like too bad i don't know it's in leah's range Mm -hmm. deal with it yeah it's just a little rude I'm going to be team what makes you beautiful because I just had a good time. It was delightful. It was all the all the things I like about them performing at prom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. Favorite line? Uh, Blaine was so funny in this episode. I know. I forgot to write them all down. So we're going to have to <laughs> include down a couple. Okay. I went down a couple. When they decide to go to the prom for the anti-prom and he's like worried about the hair gel, he's like, I'll just pretend to be a knife sculpture. Yes. <laughs> just freeze and Brittany will just walk right by me. I don't even know if this will be my favorite line, but one of the ones that is just like always stuck in my head anytime I see anyone talking about curly hair is Blaine's, it's baby fine. <laughs> <laughs> His whole rant when they, after yeah. um, the girls don't cry, where he's like, <sighs> hair care is in the Bill of Rights. That's yeah. another one too. I wrote that one down too. <laughs> Bill of Rights. Um, I liked Santana's speech too, calling Rachel out for her, like throwing an I'm a victim party. So have fun at your I'm a victim party, acting like you're not some selfish, self-centered, lame ass wannabe diva from hell. Yeah. Yes. I always love that. Just because she was right. Like this, this was not the hill to die on, Rachel. Not this time. 
Not yeah. this time. Um, Kevin was in this episode. He got picked up. Uh, <laughs> he, he was saying with some other people. Yeah. So it's like one Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 0.75 for funsies. Yeah. <laughs> 0.75 Kevins. <laughs> And being being the fourth lead in a song. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, you deserve better, but also like this episode wasn't anyone's high point anyway. No, no. no. Uh Clean Decks. I mean they don't have any songs, but we do see them technically in bed together talking about being gay. Yeah, I just enjoyed how themselves yeah. I feel like they were in this episode. Like they were like silly and over the top and dramatic and unapologetically loving mm-hmm. Tabitha takeover and whatever mm-hmm. um stereotypical maybe but I feel like once again we can't ask for much better than this I mean if we yeah. think about it mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just like boyfriends just like yeah happy um being themselves teasing each other about their hair yeah being supportive that's pretty good I was like seven. They did sing. They they had a lot of looks while um, Rachel was talking where they were like having an eye conversation, <laughs> which I was really, yeah, that, that touched me. It was like cute. Anyways, that's my case for a seven out of 10 on the claim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, coulda, coulda, shoulda. Hmm. Could have just not re yeah. Could have just not rehashed yeah. the plot from prom queen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Could have just had a whole different episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the only thing really worthwhile out of this episode was the way like Becky was treated and like her being you know prom queen in her own right and being happy with that like. Mm-hmm. Not to get into all the issues besides that, but I feel like it was sweet to have a storyline like that for Becky, I think, just because she yeah. she's not had a lot of wins mm-hmm. in general on this show. And I thought that was really sweet how it was kind of like a lesson that I think a lot of the kids from Glee learned, like you don't have to meet the the standards of everybody else to feel feel fulfilled and to feel accomplished and to feel special um so i liked that but i still think they should have given her the Mm -hmm. crown over rachel yeah um i did also like sue pointing out that one of the reasons becky didn't get votes is because she's a bitch yeah (laughs) right because she is yeah i'm always on the fence on how they like portray becky Mm -hmm. but just I don't know. I I kind of appreciated that. Yeah. And this would have been a perfect last episode for Becky. Becky should have been a senior and just graduated. I'm really upset with what they do with her character later. But. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a Becky. I'm not just. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't call myself a Becky Stan, let me tell you. But I think if you're going to rehash the prom queen storyline. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I think her becoming the queen of all the candidates for queen made the most, just had yeah. the most payoff, you know. 
Especially if they were going to cheat and give it to someone anyway. Right. (laughs) We're just going to hand them around. Might as well. Yeah. And leave, uh, leave Puck out of it. Yeah. (laughs) Although that's a retrospect problem. Yeah. Um, okay. I think unless we have any last comments, questions, comments, concerns. Uh, yeah. I don't think I have anything else. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just to confirm you. No, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Um, not the brightest episode in the bunch, but... It this email is just to confirm. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that's all we have for uh, Promosaurus. Um, our next episode is Props, and Props is going to be a little different. We are doing a collaboration with the guys from Let's Remake a Movie. Um, and then I believe we're going to do one or a couple of us are going to jump onto their podcast um, and do a little crossover on that end. Um, and so we'll give you guys some more information about that. Um, so, yes, thank you for listening. You can catch us on all of our socials. Um, and I guess that's what you missed at prom. You've been listening to Glee on the Rocks, a podcast by OTR Productions. A huge thank you to our sound editor, Adriana, and our podcasts who secretly run the show. For more episodes, download us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Podchaser, and more at Glee on the Rocks. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can subscribe to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash Glee on the Rocks. Subscribers get ad-free episodes, exclusive mini-episodes deep-diving into the fandom, salty opinions, and so much more. So until next time, that's what you miss on Glee.